Welcome to NoSpinHomilies.com. I invite you to join me to reflect upon the homilies of Father Dan. Father Dan will challenge us to open our heart, mind, and soul to the Word of God. Father Dan will draw upon sacred scripture along with art, literature, and the lives of the saints to help us grow in our love and knowledge of the scripture. In doing so, we can become the living Word of God in this world. Now it is my pleasure to present to you No Spin Homilies. Today's gospel is a story about blind Bartimaeus. Now this gospel story isn't necessarily a story about healing as it is about conversion. Notice how it begins. Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples. Now remember the historical significance of Jericho. It's the first city that the Israelites destroyed upon entering the promised land. Remember the story? The Israelites, they encircle the city, they blow the trumpets, the walls come down, and they invade the city. Well, Jericho also is notorious. It's notorious for Sin City. It's where violence and hatred is. It represents all the things that don't follow God's ways. And so, it's also important to note, geographically, Jericho is one of the lowest places, not just in Israel, but in the world itself. It sits right next to the Dead Sea. And so, Jesus is in the lowest place in Israel. And he's moving where? Moving to Jerusalem. And Jerusalem is situated on top of a mountain. The symbolism here is very clear. From the very beginning of the story, it sets the tone for this whole gospel passage. This is a story about conversion. How Christ comes into our life at some of the lowest times of our life, in the lowest place where we are in sin, in order to raise us up, up to him, just as he's going to do with Bartimaeus. Now, where do we find Bartimaeus? He's sitting near the walls of Jericho. Now, it says Bartimaeus is blind. How fitting. What does sin do for us? Spiritually speaking, it blinds us. Sin makes us feel lost and confused. We're more focused on ourselves in the world rather than God. And so, to live in a city of sin means we're blinded. We're blinded to the presence of God. Therefore, we can all identify with Bartimaeus. We're exactly like him. Now, it says he's begging. He's begging, which means he's asking for help in his blindness. Well, in sin, we realize we're trapped. We can't will our way out of sin. The only person that can get us out of sin is God. And therefore, we beg. We beg for God to get us out of our sin. We beg when we pray. We beg when we go to the sacrament of reconciliation and confession for God to help us and to lead us out of sin. And so, Bartimaeus, he hears that Jesus is coming close. He knows his voice and he cries out, Jesus, son of David, have pity upon me. Now, this is important. Even when we are blinded by our sin, we can still hear. We hear the voice of Jesus always calling out to us, and he does. Remember the story of the Good Shepherd in John's Gospel? Jesus says, My sheep hear my voice. 
They recognize my voice and they come to me. Well, Bartimaeus hears the voice of Jesus Christ and he calls out, Son of David, have pity upon me. Well, we do exactly the same thing every time we gather for Mass. The very first part of our Mass is what we call the penitential rite. And in doing so, the priest says, Let us call to mind our sins. And then either we break into Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy, or Lord have mercy, or we break into the penitential rite of the confidior. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters. And so at the very beginning of our Mass, we do exactly what Bartimaeus does. We call out to God for God to forgive our sins. Now next in the story, it says, Many of the people rebuked Bartimaeus, telling him to remain silent. Well, in the spiritual life, expect opposition. If you look at our culture, what is our culture value? Self-help, right? We are a self-help society. If you go to any bookstore, you see shelf upon shelf of these books. You go to any website that sells books, you see pages and pages of these self-help books. What do they preach? You can overcome anything, any challenge by yourself. You can build anything yourself. You can diet by yourself. You don't need the help of others. In fact, if you need the help of others, it's embarrassing to rely upon other people. But that can't be for us in the spiritual life. The proper attitude for us is to beg, like Bartimaeus. So Bartimaeus is faced with opposition, and in doing so, he calls out all the more. So too with us. When we are faced with opposition, we have to call out even harder to Jesus. Pray more. Go to the sacraments more. Next in the story, Jesus calls out for Bartimaeus to come to him. Now the people around Bartimaeus are encouraging him. They tell Bartimaeus, he's calling you. Go to him. Now the people that were once trying to shut Bartimaeus up are encouraging him to go to Jesus. They're helping him. Well, we too must always be on for each other. That's what it means to be part of a faith community. We have to help each other in many different ways. We encourage each other. We pray for each other. We do all those types of things in order for us to help the Bartimaeuses in our life, to get them up so that they can go and encounter Christ. Now notice this odd detail. It says, Bartimaeus threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and went to Jesus. Now why is that? Well, in the ancient world, a person's wardrobe, your clothing, represented status and your identity. I'll give me some examples. Have you ever seen the picture or the paintings of Matthew's conversion, in which Jesus calls Matthew to be an apostle? He's depicted wearing fine clothing, which means what? He's a very wealthy tax collector. He's very well off. Look at the story of St. Francis, born into a very affluent and wealthy family. But after his conversion to Christ, he stands before his father and strips himself of all of his fine garments and his jewelry and his rings, and then goes out to follow Christ. Well, the same thing holds true with us and Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus is now being called by Jesus to begin a new life. The central ingredient to conversion 
is change. We have to change our lives. We have to throw away or cast aside our old ways of life. We have to throw aside our old values, our old lifestyles. If we truly want to dedicate our life to Christ, then we have to leave our old ways behind. And that's exactly what Bartimaeus is doing. Now, Jesus, he approaches Bartimaeus and he says, what do you want me to do for you? Now, picture Jesus asking you this same question. What would you ask for? Would you say, you know, Lord, I've had my eye on this nice BMW with heated seats. I don't think so. It's a great story of St. Thomas Aquinas. For months and months, he tirelessly worked on a treatise of the Eucharist. And when he was finished with it, he was unsure about the quality of it. And so he went into the chapel and prayed. And then after he had finished praying, he left the treatise at the foot of the tabernacle, seeking God's approval. And as he was leaving the chapel, Jesus spoke to him. And he said, You have written well, Thomas. What do you want for your reward? Immediately, Thomas Aquinas said, Nil nisi te, which is Latin for nothing but you. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. By the way, if God ever asks you that question, that's the answer he's looking for. Just food for thought. But nonetheless, that's exactly what Bartimaeus answers. I want to see. Bartimaeus was once able to see. He wasn't born blind. But spiritually speaking, he wants to see as Jesus sees the world. Sin caused Bartimaeus to become blind spiritually. Well, he wants to see with eyes of faith. Better not, he wants to see the world the way Jesus sees the world, in which everything in this world is connected to Christ. Jesus says what? Go, your faith has saved you. Well, what is faith? What really is faith? Thomas Aquinas once said, Faith is a belief in something that is beyond reason. I'll say that again. Faith is a belief in something beyond reason. Well, what is beyond reason? Well, God stripping himself of all of his grandeur and majesty and being born into this world like you and I, a defenseless and helpless little baby. Or something beyond reason is Jesus, the Son of God, you know, stretching out his hands and dying on a cross to save us? What else is beyond reason? Jesus Christ coming into our life in the midst of our sinfulness and leading us out, leading us out of that sin and up to him. That's beyond reason. Notice at the very end it says, Immediately after receiving his sight, Bartimaeus followed Jesus. That's beautiful. There is no hesitation at all. There's no second guessing. Without any hesitation, he immediately follows Jesus. He knows exactly where he's going because his eyes are wide open. How does the story begin? Bartimaeus, blind and begging in Jericho, Sin City. How does it end? Like all conversion stories, with Bartimaeus' eyes are wide open. He clearly sees the path. He sees the world connected to Jesus Christ and immediately begins walking down that path with Jesus right next to him. 
The same thing holds true with us. At the moment of our baptism, our life was joined to Jesus Christ, and our eyes became wide open. We saw the presence of Christ in our life, and from that moment forward, we began to walk the journey of life with Jesus, now and forever. And may the grace and the peace of Jesus Christ rest upon you always.